Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. Blair, is this proof on how easy it is to actually make an ACDC song? How easy it is. Give me a break, buddy. When Power Up was released, you know, even further back when Shot in the Dark was released, as soon as the song started, I said, wow. That sounds like every other song ACDC's ever released. There's a recipe, obviously, and there's two dudes on the Hickory Dickory TikTok. Is that what it's called? Is that what the kids call it? Hickory Dickory TikTok? I, I think the, so, yeah. Uh, social network. The talk ticks. Yeah, that. So they made a video of these two guys on how easy it is to make an ACDC song. Right, and right. here's the recipe. First, you need drums. Then you need bass. Then you need guitar. All you need to know are three chords. A, D, and G. See? Put them together in any order. And do your best impression of Marge Simpson. So I know we, we've talked on the air before that all of ACDC's catalog contains three guitar chords. But if you want to sound like Bon Scott or Brian Johnson, all you have to do, Blair, is pull off your best Marge Simpson impression. What's that? Look out! I'll say this. They've obviously tapped into what is clearly the ACDC recipe like that. That is pretty good. However, just because you can make a Big Mac at home doesn't mean the original from McDonald's still isn't better. (laughs) Oh, man. That is good. Is there any chance does his Marge Simpson line up with Shot in the Dark? Is there any way we can do that? I think so. So do you believe me now that every single ACDC song sounds the exact same and you could record it on your phone just like these guys on the Hickory Dickory TikToks? You be the judge. ClassicRock981.com Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. And this dude who was charged by Huron OPP RV, obviously a huge craft time Mr. Dress-Up fan. Is that right? This is wild. 48-year-old truck driver from Grey Highlands, which is uh, near Flesherton, Ontario. He's facing multiple charges after officers say they pulled over a transport truck and a trailer with a handmade license plate made of paper and magic marker over the weekend. Yeah, and this was done. This happened. They pulled him over uh, 10th Road West. I think it was just near Exeter. There's no picture of the license plate. I wish there was because, like, how would you think for a second, buddy? Like, you are a grown man. You are an adult. How would you think that you could fool anybody into thinking that is a real license plate? So I guess it was around 10, 20 in the morning on Saturday. Somebody reported it. So they saw the handmade license plate on the truck. They called OPP. They ended up locating the driver along Thames Road West near Exeter. Please say they confirmed that they looked a little bit closer. They did indeed say that it was made out of construction paper. Like, So what was that, like white construction paper and, and some blue marker? I wonder if like the blue marker was like the scented version. I wonder if it was like blueberries. <laughs> you remember those? Makes me wonder, do you think, you mentioned uh, Mr. Dress up there. Do you think that uh, when he was a kid, he watched this segment on the CBC? Hello, kids. Today, we're going to make our very own license plates. You're going to need some construction paper, a pair of scissors, 
Yes, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. And some crayons. Yeah, there we go. And you, of course, need to know your letters and your numbers. But isn't that illegal? <laughs> it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Does the future of movie releases hinge on this woman? The answer to that question, RV, very much sounds like it's the case. This is exciting news for fans of comic book movies and for all dudes and uh, anybody else who's a fan of Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984, which is the sequel to uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. So it was supposed to be released in the summer and it was highly anticipated, but because of the pandemic, the theatrical release was pushed back and pushed back again. And eventually they just decided that they're going to release Wonder Woman 1984, Blair, for streaming on HBO Max on Christmas Day. So this is, uh, the thought here is that this is one of the first. I mean, I think Disney did it with, was it Mulan? Yeah. They, they released the Mulan production. And Mulan bombed, it by did, the way. Because yeah. they because there wasn't like a ton of promotion around it. And it was like $30 to rent. But here you've got a bit of a crossover. They're saying that there will be theater and on HBO Max. And you wonder if it's just kind of that tipping point to right. get people used to that. That's the way you can now consume these movies. Warner Brothers is saying, hey, it's a pandemic. It would be safe if you stayed at home and watched the movie. Sure. This is huge for HBO Max because they're one of the newer streaming services. Not available in Canada yet, but word is it's going to be available in the new year. Because HBO teaming up with Warner Brothers, not only is Wonder Woman 84 coming to HBO, but the Justice League Snyder Cut, which is a reworking of the movie, is coming to HBO Max. And also a spinoff of a Batman TV series starring Ben Affleck also coming to HBO Max. All the, Honestly, all this does for me, like like hearing about all the movies and the releases, it just makes me want to be back at Landmark Cinemas on Wellington. I just want that massive bag of popcorn. I want my greasy ass fingers because I asked for three layers of butter and I'm that gross. That's, that's what I do. Or I want to be back at Silver City in Masonville and just watching a movie with hundreds of strangers. That's all I want. Honestly, hey, if you've ever asked for, uh, you know, Gail Gadot for Christmas. This might be the closest you ever get, Blair. Wonder Woman! Wonder Woman! Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. You missing sports after the Masters finishing up or what? I'm just, uh, I'm craving anything. Like, we're in that lull right now where there's pretty much only football. Yeah. <laughs> NBA, they're going to be starting up on December 22nd, and they're doing a shortened schedule. Yeah. So, and right now they're in the midst of, uh, I think they're going to be, the, the free agent window opens soon. Trades began at the beginning of the week. They, they just did their virtual draft. I was sitting there last night uh, going through photos with the kids, and we stumbled across a photo of us at the London Lightning game oh. at Bud Gardens, and, and Desmond goes, can we go see a game when the virus ends? I was like, yeah, buddy, for sure, but it just made me realize how much we miss sitting inside Budweiser Gardens, but like the, the National Basketball League of Canada, Blair, uh, they announced uh, via BlackburnNewsLondon.com they're saying March now before players get back on the court. Before which, they get back on the court. Now, you, you remember going to, I mean, especially with the Lightning in the NBL, like, 
Let's just be honest. The Lightning pretty much owned that league. Oh, yeah. Like, rest of the teams play in, like, gymnasiums, and then you go to the Lightning. Like, players from out of town come in, and they're like, what? what? You get to play here? Yeah, it's and, 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 you know, you go to a game, and uh, not quite as many as a, as a Knights game as far as fans go, but it, it would be packed, and it would be loud and raucous, and you just want to be back down at Budweiser Gardens experiencing that. Like, I'm just itching. Have you ever sat courtside at a London Lightning game before? Oh, yeah? It's fun. It's a blast. So they put on a show. You, you get a beer, you go down, you feel like, you, you know when you, you watch like a Lakers game and you see like Jack Nicholson and <laughs> sitting sitting courtside there? When you go to a London Lightning game and you get courtside seats, you feel like a famous person. Oh, yeah. Is that is that Ben Stiller? Oh, no. That's just RV. Never mind. <laughs> I look like Ben Stiller? <laughs> I thought I looked more like Danny DeVito. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I post a picture of you, like online, everybody always says that Blair looks like BJ Novak from The Office. Like, Man, I wish I was half as funny as that guy. Look at that. It's Blair. If I was half as funny as that guy, I'd have a radio career. Prime time with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. A bit of a debate brewing over the past hour, uh, half hour RV. Well, you know how I always say that ACDC, every song sounds the exact same? There's these two guys that are on that. Uh, the talk ticks. The uh, new social medias that the kids are using, the hickory dickory TikTok. The click clocks. Yeah, that one. Uh, so they did this video on how easy it is to make an ACDC song at home. Here's how to make an ACDC track in 30 seconds. First, you need drums. Then you need bass. Then you need guitar. All you need to know are three chords. A, D, and G. Put them together in any order. And do your best impression of Marge Simpson. Watch out, look out, dog on the road! Uh, I love the Marge Simpson impression Because you never would have thought of that before That Brian Johnson and Bon Scott Sound like Marge Simpson And I'll say that they were along They were along long before Marge Simpson ever was Let's, let's make that clear I will say this, like it is, it is a really funny video You can watch it for yourself We've got it at ClassicRock981.com but I, I just want to make this point one more time. Just because you can make a Big Mac at home doesn't mean that McDonald's still doesn't make the best one. You say what you want, Blair. It's a fact. One of the best-selling ba- bands ever. Uh, we got a call here, I think, on the Unlimited Home Theater rock line. 519-679-3733. Good morning. Who's this? It's Barb. How are you this morning? Yeah, we're having a time. How about you, Barb? Well, I'm sitting here listening to you, and I don't like the picking on the ACDC. That's right, Barb. He's jealous because he hasn't got their money. (laughs) I'm very jealous that I don't have their money, their fame. But come on, Barb. They're right, though. They made a song, and it sounds exactly like every other ACDC song. But at least you can understand what they're saying. Dog on the road. There's songs out there that you just can't understand the words, and the music gives you a headache. This, you can crank it as loud as you want and love it. Barb, you strike me as a partier. Well... In the day. <laughs> <laughs> can you give us your best Brian Johnson, Barb? Can you sing us a little ACDC? No. Say, oh. say. Dog on the road. No, that's bad. Oh, Barb. <laughs> Barb, Barb. We love you, Barb, and we appreciate you calling in. Well, I listen to you guys every morning. I think you're the best. Oh, ACDC rocks, and so do you. Thank you. Have a day. Have a good day. Prime time with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. What's it like to have so much money in your back pocket that you can just flush $24 million down the toilet, RV? Robinson Cano 
We woke up to this news this morning that he's uh, been handed a suspension. Scott Kitching from BlackburnNewsLondon.com and a resident baseball insider joins us. So can you tell us what happened with Robinson Cano and Major League Baseball? So it was announced yesterday that Robinson Cano of the New York Mets has been suspended for the entire 2021 season without pay Oof, because he man. tested positive for uh, performance-enhancing drug. The word is it was stenozinol, which is literally the most easily detectable steroid <laughs> in the world. It's and okay, so you you mentioned it's the easily most traceable because a famous Canadian athlete. Yeah, Ben. I mean, this is the drug that Ben Johnson took. In 1988. Yeah, so this is like more than 30 years later, and we're still, like, if you're going to yeah. cheat, you're still using the same <laughs> drugs. Yeah, pretty sure the testers have caught up <laughs> with uh, stenozinol. How old is Cano now? He's, uh, what is he, 30, 36, so, I think? So he's nearing the end of his career. How many, well, yeah, how many years left did he have on that deal? So he had this year, next year, and the following season. So <laughs> three seasons left on that 10-year deal that he had signed with Seattle. It was 10 years, $240 million. And so, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe he was just confused and thought that he was still in Seattle and didn't want to play again. I, uh-huh. like, I, I don't know why you would go to this extent to lose out on $24 million and not play for an entire season. Yeah, well, and it's crazy. Like, okay, so I just looked it up. He's 38. So he's, I mean, he's in the twilight of his career. This is the contract that he signed with Seattle that was kind of like, all right, this is the contract that takes me to retirement. So, dude, you're like three seasons away from hanging him up. That's it. Why? 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 And you, and and he had a pretty decent season. Like it's not like he, you know, needed to bump up his numbers for an upcoming free agent. Like it's, I, it just it makes no sense to me at all that he would that he would do this. Like it just, I, I'm, I'm baffled. Literally, literally down the toilet. Twenty-four million dollars. Yeah, see ya. He's trying to kick some of those habits he learned back in the Yankee locker room. Wrong, Scott. <laughs> Wrong. Never tested positive for anything in New York. It wasn't until he got to Seattle. Well, some of his Scott, teammates did back in the day. Scott Kitchen, by the way, <laughs> lifelong, hardcore, diehard New York Yankees fan. That's where that comes from. Greatest professional franchise in all of sports. Apparently, uh, Mets management approached Robinson like uh, it was just like a week or two ago and said, "Like, are you ready for your twenty-four million dollar check? We're going to cut it." And he simply said. No thanks. Wow. <laughs> Not giving you anything on that. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 981.